Welcome to Childcare CRM, the podcast. You're familiar with Childcare CRM, the company, and hopefully you love using Childcare CRM, the product. I'm your host, Sierra Rossing, and I serve as the content marketing specialist here at Childcare CRM. Today, I am so excited to be joined by Megan Bowling. Megan is the vice president of Stretch and Grow International. She's also an owner director of her own franchise of Stretch and Grow in St. Pete, Florida. So Megan has been heavily involved with early childhood education for pretty much all of her life. And I'll let her explain a little bit more about her connection with Stretch and Grow and her passion for the childcare industry. But today we're gonna be discussing what enrichment programs can do for you and your center in terms of differentiating you from your competition, helping you retain families and actually even retain staff as well. For our listeners who might not be familiar, can you share a bit about your background with childcare and the background of Stretch and Grow itself? Yes, absolutely. So Stretch and Grow and I's story is pretty much the same. It was started by my mom, Jill, when she was pregnant with me in 1992. She really just noticed a lack of structured physical activity for preschoolers. And she started doing research and she's really, really creative. So she came up with this concept of structured, themed, fun, physical activity classes for preschoolers and daycares. And my dad at the time, had started many businesses. He was a business consultant. So he took the idea and turned it into a franchise and it just, it exploded all over the world. So from there, they grew it. We had conferences and trainings. And so as I grew up, I grew up going to these trainings and conferences. And as soon as I turned 18, I started coaching for Stretch and Grow. So I've pretty much grown up in the child care space and child care physical education space. That's awesome. And so obviously it sounds like your family in general has a passion for physical education within the child care space. And clearly since you grew up with it, did you always know you wanted to be part of Stretch and Grow or was it something that you maybe like wanted to rebel against initially and then came back to later? I absolutely rebelled against it at first. Uh, I worked I worked as a coach in college, and then I went to, to school to help children who had been victimized. And so I went and worked at the state attorney's office for two years and just missed Stretch and Grow, missed the kids and the excitement of going to the centers and having so much fun with them. So I came back, but I did go through a stage where I was going, you know, not going to be involved in the family business. Yes. I totally understand. My parents have a own a business as well. And I'm like still in that stage. So (laughs) totally understandable. Um, Can you give a brief overview of what all stretch and grow offers? I know you mentioned dance is one of the activities that you all do. Yes. So Stretch and Grow was started on that core fitness program, which we call Fitness Stars. And over the years, it has evolved and grown into kind of a one-stop shop for preschools and daycares. The goal is to be their provider of any programs that they, they desire to have. So we have nine different programs. We have Fitness Stars, Dance Stars, Yoga Stars, Music Stars, 
all-star gymnastics, Camp Fit, which is our school-age program. We do field days during the summer, and then we have our all-star sports and our all-star soccer program. And each program is curriculum-based. They all have health and nutrition lessons. They have um, handouts, newsletters, social media content to go home to, to the parents. So we really want to be a full partnership program for preschools. That's great. And that's a lot of different activities to choose from as well. Is it common for centers to choose just one that comes in or do they kind of give parents and children a few different options with you all? So it depends. We offer our programs two ways. We have center wide, which is where the school pays for the entire center to participate. And it comes at a really discounted rate for each child. So that is very popular with our fitness stars and music stars program. And then we, the others we offer as parent paid. So the only the parents who sign up their children go and we handle all of the billing, all of the advertising, meet and greets and stuff. So what we will often find is that a school picks one center wide and one parent paid, but of all of our programs, Fitness Stars is definitely the most popular, and that's usually what a school would pick if they only want that one program. Nice. And so what are some of the benefits for early education and child care organizations uh, when they partner with an, enrich an enrichment program like Stretch and Grow? Well, there's a lot, but I will yeah. just give you some. <laughs> the first one I would say is we enhance their curriculum. So we, like I said, we are curriculum based. So it's a full on physical education program and that's an enhancement to their curriculum. We get their children and families excited. The children literally jump up and down in excitement when we show up because oh, it's just so fun. And they're going home and they're talking about their bones and muscles and they're picking apples over candy and their parents mm -hmm. notice that. And so that really excites their parents. And then some other benefits are we give breaks to the teachers. All of our staff have CPR, have their background checks. They take a youth fitness certification. So the teachers are able to leave them in the class if they need to. So if they're doing that center-wide program, they can drop off their class, go take a break, do some of the many things that they need to, to do. And so that's a big benefit for centers. Another thing that we are able to do is we give teachers classroom ideas. So they get to see some of the activities that we do and it, it's something that they can do and get their kids up and moving in the classroom. And all that physical activity leads to better naps. So that's something that they absolutely love. And then another big one is that having enrichment programs makes the center more competitive with the centers around them. Because if your center is offering a physical education program and a center down the street's not, I mean, parents really care about that kind of thing. So. Absolutely. I mean, it sounds like a great way to differentiate your center um, and retain both families and staff. I mean, talking about giving, you know, educators breaks is huge. And I can imagine, I mean, staffing is an issue that we hear about all the time from our users. And so to have kind of an advantage when you're hiring a, 
an educator and saying like, oh, every week you're going to get a break. And then telling the families like, oh, you know, we have these programs for your children just seems like a great opportunity for any center. But I um, absolutely agree. Yeah, that's awesome. Are there any like, are there any enrichment programs that you all offer that you feel providers should be focusing on um, in particular? Well, our, our fitness stars is the most popular, mm-hmm. but I mean, all of them are great. So mm-hmm. if, if a center, if yoga really speaks to a center, then they should offer that one. Pro- probably I would say they need to focus on physical education programs, mm-hmm. music programs. Ours are all gross motor skill developmental programs. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really going to be what aligns with that center's core values and what they want to have at their center. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And is, are there certain programs that are more popular, say in summer versus the fall or any seasons that really like start up an interest in enrichment programs again? For sure. So over summer, the schools turn kind of into summer camps right. and they're looking for different activities, especially right now when field days are so limited or field mm-hmm. trips are so limited. Yeah. We offer field days and they're very popular. Summer is actually one of the busiest times for us. We uh, do water days, glow parties, all sorts of fun stuff. And then Camp Fit, our older children's program, also becomes more popular in the summer because the kids are at summer camps instead of schools. And then during the fall and the spring, our our other regular programs are more popular. And how would you say that COVID-19 has impacted the adoption of enrichment programs for schools? Well, it's it's done two things. So for some centers, it has restricted them from allowing us to be able to come in. Um, we've had some schools say, come in, we, we, you're part of our staff, we want you here. And then other schools just been very cautious of visitors. I mean, they weren't even letting parents in. So that's been something that we've seen over the last year, but things are starting to be as be less strict. So that's getting better. We're seeing more and more centers get ready for us to come back. But then the other thing that it's done is it has a lot of centers have relied on us more. They are understaffed. And to have that break has been I mean, we've had centers call us to come multiple days a week because they're so understaffed and they have so much on their plate that they really just need a helping hand. And so they've they've leaned on us quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And so these breaks, I mean, how often do you all come into the centers? Is it sometimes daily? Is it weekly? Um, What's the schedule like? It depends on what the center wants. Mm -hmm. If the center, usually for each program, it's one day a week. But we do have some who, who go twice a week. We have some that go twice a month. It just depends on what the center books with us. Mm-hmm. But if they do those center-wide programs, we can come as many days a week as they'd like. Yeah. And how many um, how many instructors do you have? Like, do you have a ratio that you try to keep? Or what does that look like? We just follow whatever the state guidelines are. So we are 
just like we run, just like a center does. We have, so for example, in Florida, we stick to the two, twos can have, I'm sorry, for twos, you can have 10 to one, 15 to three. So it just whatever the state guidelines or the country guidelines are, mm-hmm. then that's what we will stick to as well. Got it. And you mentioned country. So Stretch and Grow is international. Um, what countries are you currently servicing? We are in, so currently we are in the UK and we have multiple territories in, over there and in Ireland, Guatemala, India, the Philippines, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, there's, I know there's 10 and I just, I need to look at the map, yeah. <laughs> but those are some of the big ones. Wow. So Guatemala, the Philippines, um, and yeah, we've, we've, started out international with Canada. So nice. Yeah, it is very great. We're all over the world. Yeah. And in in terms of COVID-19, kind of going back to that, um, have you seen any um, feedback from the parents regarding enrichment programs during either maybe during the initial onset of COVID-19 versus their feedback now? Well, what I saw personally in my territory was mm-hmm. we when we had to stop all classes, we had parents, we started doing virtual online classes and parents were extremely, extremely grateful and supportive. Mm-hmm. We had classes going all day, every day from, from all over the country. So mm-hmm. they could log in at any time and do a stretch and grow class. So they were very grateful. And then as things kind of started lightening up and some schools were letting us back, they started asking if we would do community classes, maybe go to rec centers if their center wasn't allowing us back yet. I think that it has, the COVID-19 pandemic has shown what a need there is for physical education and activity. And it's become so much more important to people to be healthy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, working from home has changed my schedule so much. And I can imagine for, you know, not being able to go to the gym for months and the weights were all sold out online and you yeah. couldn't get any fitness gear. So I'm, I can't imagine for like a growing child who wants to be active and to just all of a sudden not have that experience. Um, I'm sure they're eager to get back and see you guys again. Yes. And it's so important for their development. Yeah to have that time to work on structured physical activity. So SHAPE recommends that they get 60 minutes of structured physical activity every day. So that's, I mean, that's guided, that's with intention. It's not just throwing balls around. It's, we're gonna dribble the ball. We're going to jump up and down five times. It's it's supposed to be structured, rigorous activity. So they really need it. Yeah, and you mentioned that um, you know, it kind of helps refine those gross motor skills as well. Have you, I mean, personally, since you do um, go into the centers, have you seen kind of the progression from as children, you know, first start with stretch and grow and then kind of how they develop after being with you guys for a while? Absolutely. And it's really cool to watch because some of these children we start with when they're one Mm -hmm. and we get to watch them grow till they're five. One thing that I specifically noticed one time was that children who had not been in our program don't know how to zigzag. 
And they, I mean, there's so many little things, but that's just a quick example. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that we notice is that they start making healthy habits mm -hmm. um, as a choice. So when we're in stretch and grow, we'll be, we'll ask them, what kind of food is this ball, this red ball? And in the beginning, they might throw out a name of candy or mm -hmm. pizza or something. But then as they go through the program, they start saying apple or tomato and they pick those healthier choices. So it's very cool to watch them learn and grow. And we, I mean, we have three-year-olds who can name their entire muscle group, the, all of their major muscle groups. So it's, it's really cool to watch how they actually learn. Wow. So it sounds like there's a lot of maybe nutritional education as well as even, I want to say like biology education as well. Absolutely. And we also incorporate mindfulness and coping techniques. So we teach them how to take deep breaths, how to calm themselves. So it's really a whole child wellness program. Wow. Yeah. I love the idea of teaching them like kind of that emotional coping um, skill, because I know that's not required in public schools. And um, I have a friend who's a counselor and she was just talking about how passionate she is about that because so many children are growing up, you know, not understanding like, oh, I feel sad and I don't know how to deal with that. So, that's yeah, awesome. they definitely are. And uh, just empowering them to make choices. And it's it's just super important. Yeah. Well, our we have a building blocks report that we release every year that kind of highlights industry trends. And um, we found that 80% of children, um, excuse me, 80% of parents to children under the age of 12 in the U.S. are millennials. And would you say that Stretch and Grow is more popular among millennial parents than past generations? I don't know if more popular is, is how I would say it, but I, there is a difference in how we share with parents what it is. So... Mm -hmm past trends, they cared a lot about facts and health and mm -hmm. fighting obesity. And then we're seeing more and more that parents care more about experiences for their children. So millennials love experiences. Mm -hmm. And so we provide a fun educational fitness experience at a center and that lights millennials up. Yeah. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So as an executive of Stretch and Grow International and an owner director of your own business location, what advice would you give to childcare entrepreneurs? The first thing that I would say would be to find a tribe, find someone who is in your industry, or if you're thinking about starting a childcare business, maybe looking for a franchise, something where you'll have a great support system and mentors mm -hmm. that you can rely on and, and get advice from. That would be my first. And then my second piece of advice would be to really invest in yourself and relationships and take the time to find people to help you and who you can help and that you might have to outsource things. So that can sometimes be difficult for people to do is give up some control, but in order to grow, it might be time to bring a specialist in for something. Yeah. 
And I love that you kind of help take the load off of these owners and directors as well, in that you help with the marketing process for Stretch and Grow. Um, you mentioned that you provide maybe, was it what like kind of email templates or what kind of marketing collateral do you all provide for the parents? Okay, so we have, for the schools to use, we have promo videos, we have posters, we have handouts, newsletters. Our handouts come out every week and our newsletters come out every month. We have blogs, we have social media assets, we have rack cards, we have cubby stuffs. I mean, we we really try to make it as easy as possible for the centers to partner with us. We're kind of a plug and play. They mm-hmm. book their time and then we handle the rest. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. how could a child care center get started with Stretch and Grow today? They would just need to look on our website. We have a website dedicated to our listeners on the podcast, and it's stretchandgrow.com slash ECE. And on there, you can look at all of our different territories and find a Stretch and Grow location near you. And then if they know anyone who might be an aspiring entrepreneur, there's also information about how to get started with your own Stretch and Grow business on that website. Awesome. Awesome. And is there anything you feel like I missed today about Stretch and Grow that you'd like to share with our audience? Nope. I just really just want to encourage owners of daycares and directors to look at enrichment programs as a resource for them and a partner for them. Because when they do, then that's when everyone can benefit from it and it helps their school tremendously. Thanks so much for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Child Care CRM or Child Care Forms, visit us online at childcarecrm.com. And make sure to follow, rate, and review so you never miss out on another episode.